Talent Talk Tuesdays is all about harnessing your God-given talents to live with greater clarity, purpose, and joy. You are wonderfully made, my friends. May all we do be for God's glory. Hello and welcome. I'm Lisa Maladnik, your host, and today on Talent Talk Tuesdays, I'm answering another question in this series on coaching. Should I hire a coach? And my answer is without a doubt, maybe. (laughs) I'm going to talk about what to look for in yourself that would indicate a need for a coach and highlight two significant obstacles that could get in the way of your coaching journey. One of them would mean it's not a good time to hire a coach. The other is something you can overcome with a little shift in your thinking. So as I've been saying the last few weeks, coaching that is ethical and skillful can help take you from where you are to where you wanna go with your personal and professional goals. For some of us, we've had periods of feeling stuck or burned out or feeling frustrated and unclear about the path ahead. Coaching can greatly help with those things. Or we've lost motivation too many times on the same old goals and we really need someone who can support and challenge us us in just the right ways to help us finally make those changes and level up get more out of life. There's a great image that comes to mind for me, and this may seem a little melodramatic, but it's one of my favorite Bible stories. I love the image in Ezekiel chapter 37, where the Lord shows the prophet a valley of bleached old bones from a long ago battle. And by following God's instructions, Ezekiel is able to call back the life and breath of the soldiers and raise up a new army for God. It's quite a conversation. But the point that I'm reaching for is that coaching can harness your talents and energy and motivation to help breathe new life into you and all the dreams and desires you carry in your heart. All the ways God may be calling you forward and you haven't been able to fully say yes. So now when I use the image of the dry bones, we're obviously not talking about the physical miracle of resurrection described in Ezekiel 37, but our lives can feel like dry bones that are waiting for someone to say the right words and ask the right questions and help us to get out of our own stuck and lifeless places to live with new vigor, clarity, and purpose. And coaching is fun, hard work, but fun, because you're working together with someone who is skillful at helping you put flesh on the bones of your dreams and get them up and walking and then running. So if you are at a point in your life where you are essentially mentally and emotionally stable, and I'll address this in a moment, and you long to generate rapid growth and progress in your life, it may very well be a good time to coach. Now, the reason I started off with a check-in on your emotional well-being is that all of us go through periods of time when we are in pain, sometimes significant pain due to bereavement, job loss, trauma. I've certainly been through it in various points of my life. And when we are in acute pain and in need of healing, but we don't address it, the drain on our ability to focus and challenge ourselves to do new things is tremendous. Even if you are massively motivated in your head and have a clear vision of for where, where you'd like to go in your life, professionally, personally, spiritually, creatively, that unresolved pain can take all your plans and make them unbelievably more difficult. The image that always comes to mind for me is that it's like trying to run up a greased slide. Lots of a sincere intention, but very little discernible progress forward and mounting frustration. Because when clients are in serious pain, they need healing first, not coaching. 
So it's really important to just kind of gauge your own level of stability and decide if your most pressing need is for healing or for stretching into new growth. Now, it bears saying that our lives are complicated and we all carry some pain. Life is hard. But if you're in reasonably good shape and you're feeling frustrated and stuck or dreaming big but not sure where to start, a coach might be just the ticket. I love coaching, as you know by now, and I've mentioned that I have coaches of my own. I don't work with all of them all the time, but I have one that works with me on my strengths and another that mentors me as a coach, so I'm growing in my professional skills, and another coach who is supporting me as a leader because I run an international community of Catholic coaches. It's a game changer to have a partner who actually enjoys pouring into you and helping you grow. But remember I said I would address two significant obstacles to making progress in coaching. I've talked about pain, but I think you'll find this very interesting. It's about a surprising thought process that shows up a lot in people of faith. When they consider the possibility of igniting their dreams and stepping forward into dramatic growth, here's the thought. They wonder, if I'm already maybe more developed professionally or emotionally or spiritually than the people I'm closest to, what happens if I accelerate that? Think about that for a moment. Maybe the client is already feeling a little lonely because they're more advanced in a certain way than the people they love. They're further down the road in their spiritual life, maybe. Or they're better developed intellectually or emotionally than their spouse. Or the people they live in community with. And maybe they're afraid to grow as fast as they can grow and go as far with the Lord as he is calling them because they fear losing connection with others even more. Leaving them behind, creating more separation. And I want you to know that that is a very common fear and quite understandable. But I would also like you to know that in my personal opinion, that this is one of the greatest tricks of our spiritual enemy, which we find operating especially in marriages. One spouse is afraid of getting too far ahead of the other and finding themselves potentially very much alone. But if we hold ourselves back, We not only say no to God and all of the power and beauty that he has designed into us for a purpose, we say no to the fullness of those gifts. And without meaning to, we create resentments in ourselves because we sacrifice being fully alive. First, I want to assure you, and I know this in my soul because I really feel like God told me this at one point, that you should you should be confident God would never ask you to do anything that would hurt your marriage or your religious vocation. He loves your vocation, and he would never harm it. Second, this fear of being on two different tracks and having those tracks be more and more separate is an illusion. Because as we grow closer to God and say yes to him more and more, he makes us grow not only in the greatness of our gifts, but in the humility and gentleness and holiness of our souls. Saying, yes, I will go, send me, take my gifts, all of them, is pleasing to God. And we do not become less available to others as we grow. We become more available, more present, more Christ-like, more able to connect, to cross the gap between us. And yes, to set an example of holy and joyful living. You can see why the enemy attacks us with this fear. But even gentler than setting an example, our growth allows us to uniquely become a light to others. 
a bridge that invites them to cross and get even closer to Christ through our God-glorifying love, our service, our joy. So, whatever help you need in this season of your life, whether it's therapy, spiritual direction, or coaching, sometimes you just have to get going. Start pioneering new opportunities and ways of being in spite of the butterflies in your stomach, not knowing exactly what the outcomes are going to be. A coach can help us seek answers to some great questions. So like, do we believe that God has a mission for just for me? Am I awestruck at the magnificence and generosity of, of God in the way he's designed my being? Am I willing to take the first steps in discovering a greater clarity of vision, purpose, mission? To serve him, love him, to walk with him for his glory right now with all our mind and all our heart and all our strength, right? To get whatever help we need to raise up those dry bones. Coaching, as I've said before, is helping to renew the church, one unique and unrepeatable soul at a time. And I'll confess something. I don't think this life really gets much easier with a clear mission in the sense that a big part of our journey home to God is through the cross, not around it. But he did say, my yoke is easy and my burden light. And I believe he's talking about grace, about his abiding love and about the joy of being completely in love with him and wanting to carry those crosses for him and wanting more and more as we grow closer to him to love and serve others in his holy name. <laughs> so should you hire a coach? If you're ready, yes. A good coach can be the best investment you ever made in your life. Some resources for you. Number one, you can always talk to me. I'd be happy to hear what you're looking to achieve. And if I'm not the best person to help you, I, please know that I make referrals all the time to other coaches. I, I love doing it. It's my joy. I'm high in a Clifton strength called connectedness. And I genuinely get a big charge out of putting the right people together. And since I run a community of almost 240 Catholic coaches and coaching students, I can confidently refer you in certain niches. I don't know everybody or every kind of coach, but I know a bunch. And if I can't, I'd be just as happy to have you go to catholiclifecoaches.com. It's not a site that I own. The, the owner is Allison Ricciardi, a dear friend of mine. Uh, she also owns catholictherapist.com. But at catholiclifecoaches.com, Check it out. It's, a, it's pretty varied in terms of the niches and the different kinds of coaches that are there. But they are, it's a listing service for Catholic coaches who have got references from their pastors. They're in good standing with the church. They're not involved with the New Age or the occult in any way. And they've attested to their faithfulness to the magisterium, the teaching authority of the Catholic Church. And you should interview a few coaches see who you connect with and feel really comfortable with and excited about the work. Uh, and pray about it. And of course, let me know if you have any questions. I'd be very happy to talk with you. Reach out to me at lisa at wonderfullymade139.com and we'll get a time set up for a relaxed conversation. You are wonderfully made, my friends. Maybe it's time to explore that further. I'm praying for you. Please pray for me too. God bless you.